Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Vodka and Water podcast with your host, Mr. Seasoning, Mr. Antisocial, Jay. And to join me today, your co-host, our co-host, everybody's co-host, the queen of similes, the matriarch of metaphors, forever single. Here's Ashley. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday, because this is the day we are recording. It is, it is, and I wish I could be having a nap because I am shattered, mm-hmm. absolutely shattered. Mm-hmm. How are you? Not bad, yourself? <laughs> You're so basic. I'm so tired. Um, and speaking of being tired, the news has been relentless, hasn't it? Just life has been relentless. Yeah. Like the news has been like, you know that tennis ball that shoots the balls out for you? <laughs> It's like that. It's been one after another, after another, after another. And you're and casually getting smacked. It's Sunday. <laughs> Literally. And you're getting smacked in the face with that tennis ball machine. Mm. So we've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, do you want to start by telling the people? So first topic is obviously Prince Philip. Man like Prince Felipe has passed away at the age of 99. Um who was the Queen's husband for 73 years. Him and the Queen got married in 1947, I believe. Mm. And yeah, and yeah, the Queen's a widow. She is, she is. Um, Pass on our condolences to the royal family and everybody who's been affected. Um, He's been a public figure by her side forever hasn't he so forever 73 years bruv mm. so every, everyone knows about him and they're the kind of i say this with my own opinion they're the only real relevant royal family um in the kind of western world that people look at and still acknowledge mm. like you wouldn't know that some countries in europe have a royal family just because they're so low-key Whereas the UK, it's all about, you know, the, the royal family is so prominent. So, yeah, huge impact. But it'll be interesting because they're not going to be able to have a normal service that they would have in normal times because it's still a pandemic. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it. But condolences yeah, but to just the family. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, I hope, it'd be sad. I hope the Queen manages to, like, you know pull through but it must be yeah. hard though imagine like being with someone for that long bear in mind you're i know like, she doesn't know anything else yeah and she she don't even know normal life though like he no, was gone very true no 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 you go i was gonna say he was the only probably real he was the only part of being a normal person because everything else was just about serving the public but he was mm. probably the only normal part that she got to see of life which was having a relationship with someone so Mm. yeah it's sad but I will say I will say the media might take this and try spin this the different parts of the media you can still feel sympathy for the royal family pass on your condolences appreciate what Meghan went through and also on beyond the side of the royal family looking into the issues that they've had you it's not just black and white you mm. can feel all those things that is normal to feel those things mm. and there's nothing wrong with that just putting that out there because the media is going to be very black and white and clean cut and mm. paint megan as a villain where she ain't got nothing to do with this 
Mm. Like he's died. So just putting that out there. Mm. And another death on the same day. Tell the people. Yeah. Um, L. Simmons, also known as DMX, a famous American rapper, has unfortunately passed away at the age of 50. In America, he passed away from a heart attack. Mm. Which is really, really, really sad. I know he had the heart attack and he was on, he on life support or a coma. I think so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just remember reading briefly, but yeah, it is really sad. Um, a huge influence in the music industry, and everybody actually... knows a song by him. Mm. Everybody, mm. Mm. pioneer, definitely for sure. So, yeah, sad news week, uh, with the deaths. Um, Ooh, I didn't know that. Why are you interrupting me casually? Sorry, DMX, DMX stands for Dark Man X. I did not know that. No, well, there you go. Now everybody news, knows uh, on Vodka and Water Podcast too. <laughs> what it stands for. Um, yeah, no, it is sad. And I think the other sad thing that we've had was um, the missing boy. Do you want to tell the people? Yeah, so 19-year-old Richard Okogore. Um, we do apologise if we pronounce that correctly. Yeah. He went missing on the 22nd of March. And it was quite concerning because he has sickle cell disease mm. and he, he hasn't left home since lockdown because of his sickle cell disease. He's only been going into hospital for transfusions and treatment. And he didn't have any medication when he left home on the 22nd of March. And unfortunately, on the, so what's two, on the 8th of April, they found a body in a pond in Essex mm. and it was unfortunately Richard's body. And I think the, the issue here was, well, there's a couple of things. I think he left home without a jacket and without money. So that's concerning because mm-hmm. if he left with that, then you would hope he's left with a plan and he'd still be alive. But that's mm. concerning. But the main issue here was been the police's reaction to mm-hmm. this situation. So his mom experienced that, explained that, she was basically fobbed off by the police saying, mm-hmm. now nah, he's gone out or come back. Um, and she only felt that like the police started taking things seriously a week after the fact that he was missing. That's a long time. That's a real mm-hmm. long time. And it brings the to forefront once again, a spotlight on police's treatment of individuals based on race. Mm-hmm. that's been highlighted throughout various circumstances and once again here it's at the forefront so the case has been referred to and let me get this right um the independent office for police conduct um mm-hmm. and the director of professional standards so it has mm-hmm. been referred what comes out of it i don't know but it's a sad sad case um and i don't think there was any foul play detected um because from just reading the bbc news article they said the post-mortem examination found no evidence of physical trauma or assault um so they're carrying out further tests and stuff um but his mum did say that he was struggling to cope with his business and it degree at oxford brooks uni which is really really sad Mm. Mm. so it's a shame it's just it's just unfortunate that black and Asian people, men and women, when they go missing, it's just not seen as important enough. Mm. But then it seems that when white 
men and women go missing, there's more importance and there's more urgency to find them. And, and this is why we keep talking about real change in institutions and companies. Whereas if you've got people of colour at senior levels within the police, if you've got people of colour at senior levels within the media, there's going to be more sympathy and well, sympathy is probably the wrong word. There's going to be more empathy towards these situations and there's going to be more of a positive spin and an actual mm -hmm. spotlight itself on these issues whereas mm -hmm. if you don't have it we end up with what we have now which is mm -hmm. a lack of attention a lack of focus uh from a media side and then from the police side a lack of care yeah it all starts with those people in positions if you don't have those people in positions who can influence key decisions and make changes you're not going to see changes yeah and i remember richard um was the only child for his mom so i know for a fact when she said to the police he's gone missing she knows within herself that he went missing and the fact that the police said to her something along the lines of well if he's if he's gone missing it's not really our problem that's a you problem not a me problem like what is that it's nonsense, why do they it? think that's acceptable like imagine if i was a black female police officer mm. and someone's son was missing and they were a white person and i said to them well it's a, it's a you problem that your son's missing you know it's got nothing to do with me imagine how disgusted and upset you'd feel so mm. why do you think it's acceptable to say that to not just richard's mother anyone's mother whose child has gone missing that's unacceptable Huge it's just fish. such a sad case such a sad case no, it's totally, totally sad. So it was it kind of ties into what we were talking on last week's episode, episode number 34 for gaslighting, policing bodies and irresponsible owners, where this isn't just about let's remove the word bane, let's make real change. And it stops scenarios like this happening, which is, I'm not saying it would have prevented his death. All I'm saying is it would have been handled better mm. and it wouldn't have ended up with the police referral to the watchdog or whatever. So, mm. yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Really sad. And just all the young people that potentially are listening to this, um, I really hope that you don't think uh, a way to cope is to go missing or to, like, leave and not tell anybody where you are. Um, just try and keep in contact. If you, if you don't want to keep in contact with family, keep in contact with friends and just know that everyone's struggling through lockdown. Your struggles are valid. Hopefully we're out of lockdown sooner rather than later mm. and you can bounce back. And you've got strangers if you want to talk to. If you want to talk to yeah. friends, family, you can talk to strangers with various services for mental health. So um, I think that's another thing. We ain't going to get into it because we could talk on it for ages. But coming out of the pandemic, the mental health effects are going to be huge. Mm. Um, and that's going to be spotlighted, I think, coming out of it because there's going to be loads of people who do have issues, not just with um, isolation and stuff, but actually reintegrating back into society, back into work. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a huge thing. So it's not just like, mm -hmm. imagine if you've been on furlough for like a year now, literally a year, mm. and you have to go back to work. Like, do you even know what your password is to log back on? For real. Like, it can cause so much anxiety, especially if you had to shield for ages. Yeah. So... Yeah. It does bring up challenges, but that brings me on to my next point, which was about vaccine inequality. So there was an article in the news 
from the World Health Organization, Trump and them are obviously best friends, um, about the shocking imbalance in the distribution mm. of coronavirus vaccines between rich and poor countries. But are we surprised? That mm. like, were we really surprised that this was going to happen? Like, and I know it it doesn't make it better. The richer countries were going to get the vaccines. They were going to roll it out a lot quicker than the poorer countries. Mm. Yeah, so very true. It doesn't surprise me, but I think it's now on the rich countries to help the poorer countries out. If you've got the majority of your population vaccinated or you're kind of going in that trajectory, help out the poorer nations because that's the only way we fight this as a, yeah, as a world true. because... It is a global pandemic. It's not just a UK pandemic. It's not just a France pandemic. It is a global pandemic. So what, are you surprised? No, but it's just a shame that because at the end of the day, coronavirus doesn't discriminate. So why should the vaccines discriminate? Coronavirus affects anyone, man, woman, child, from the UK to Brazil to Nigeria to Japan. And the fact that because your country is quote unquote richer, you get access to the vaccine first. It's very sad. Mm. No, it just highlight that. Um, but then in a little lighter note, if we just ease it up a little bit, COVID easing, things are starting to get better, better, mm. better, better, better. So by the time this is out, you can actually go for a haircut. I know. That'd be <laughs> I never had longer hair than this. I think wave one, my hair was shorter than this. Like my hair is ridiculously long. So what... What are you looking forward to come mm. the 12th of April? Um, just being able to go to the gym, really. <laughs> I know that's what everyone says, but no, me and Jim are like, you know that WhatsApp hand emoji? <laughs> yeah, I like gym. I'm very into my gym, so I'm very excited that I will be able to go back on the 12th because the gains need to be commenced for the summer. <laughs> need to get wow. the booty gains. Every game, <laughs> in the summer, you can't chat to me, you know. You actually cannot chat to me. When I start, when you see them coughs, yeah, don't chat to me. Don't banter. But no, and just like non non essential shops opening, mm. hairdressers opening, zoos opening. It's just it would just be nice. It's nice to do stuff, isn't it? Nice to. I think yeah. the other thing for me is to travel to places not and i'm not saying that like a broad run thing you know just like go outside of mm. your area and go mm. somewhere else where even if it's just a park or something like that to chill yeah. for a day or just go and you know have a picnic or whatever mm. uh, or barbecue it's something different than just the norm so i think that'll yeah. be nice to to do yeah. I hear about kind of a large gathering of people, but I'd like just to get away myself somewhere else. That's yeah, and um, weddings, obviously weddings, the number of attenders will rise from six to 15. So that should be nice. If anybody was planning a wedding soon, you can have a bit more people come to the wedding, which is nice. Obviously going to the pub and restaurants are open with outdoor service, but the UK is cold. So um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not too fussed about the pub um restaurants i'm not too fussed about that either because technically i should have booked like three weeks ago so, <laughs> listen you want that you want a good nando's yeah but i have to book you have to book these things you know oh like way in advance yeah like oh try, lord why don't don't think you can get somewhere to go for the april the 12th today it's a myth. oh no i could imagine it's a myth 
No, but I wouldn't, I don't, like, not I, even I, April the 12th, just in even May, because like, I know people are trying to book stuff for May and they said it was packed. Oh, they really? really get anything in, yeah? Mm. Well, I guess you're going to probably have to look away from the big, you know, the main ones like your Nando's, your Frankie and Ben. I don't even know what's open anymore. You know that? I don't know what is even closed. You know, so many went out of business during the wave one and wave two of the mm. pandemic. But like your main branded high street restaurants, you're probably going to have to avoid and go to some local ones, which I think is always nice to do. But I do miss like, you know, and I can't wait till it gets a bit warmer, you know, just sitting outside eating mm. some food with some alcohol, just chilling. That's yeah. nice. So I don't mind yeah. not eating inside, but you know, like outside, very European. Yeah. Do you miss that about Europe? Because obviously we, went, we both went to Europe for some time, but eating outside in Europe is such a huge thing. Yeah, it is like, and it's not, it's not like looks, it's not frowned upon. Like it's very common culture to eat outside, to yeah. order takeaway and eat outside like mm. yeah and it, it was really nice at one point because you could know that you could have coffee and just drink it outside and and like eating outside is a thing like people eat on the streets and stuff like that so yeah it was quite nice actually and it's, it's actually the opposite so <laughs> it's kind of frowned upon if someone sat inside not outside mm. and it's not even the case of I went to Belgium so I didn't even go anywhere that had ridiculous amounts of heat kind of similar weather to the UK but mm. even that was still when it was spring and summer you sat outside mm. so it was really nice but no I do miss that so that'll be nice um and what do you think of Covid passports um controversial it is controversial like so I haven't read enough into it but obviously what I've seen on the news I think people are arguing that it can be quite discriminatory mm. and um, I don't think it really gives people a fair chance. And I don't think, I think they're worried, especially with how the pandemic's gone, how people might be labelled or come across Which I think, if, yeah. if, they, if, they, if they implement that. Because, yeah, like, imagine being like, oh, so do you have a COVID passport or not? No, you don't. So does that mean you've got COVID or you're anti-vaxxer? Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know if those mm. conversations need to be had, but if I it's can see the like benefit. No, yeah, and at the end of the day, if, they need, if they're going to introduce it, they need to make it very clear what it is, what is the purpose, how, how do we get it? Is it something that's online? Is mm. it a physical piece of paper? What are the ramifications if we don't have this passport? Like they need to make it very clear because I have a feeling that they're going to introduce it and it's not going to be very clear and then it's just going to get messy. Yeah, it needs to work if they introduce it. How? So I, and this is my opinion and I'm allowed to have my opinion just as everyone is allowed to have theirs. I think they should introduce it once everyone has been offered a vaccine. So, you know, when you physically, everyone has been had a chance to have a vaccine, everyone has been able to take it if they want or not take it, then I think they should do it. Because then at that point, you've had the option. If you choose not to have it, then mm. so be it. Mm. But, you know, then if you haven't had the vaccine, you're then risking, let's say you're in a pub, you're risking that whole pub closing down, mm. everyone that was at that pub having to isolate because mm. they had covid and it has a huge impact. So mm. I, I think it's 
it's got its benefits, but I can totally see that it's discriminatory. I can see the arguments that it could cause, but mm. I can also see, I don't necessarily see an easy way to do it. Yeah. There's, there's not an easy way to do it. It has to be something black and white like that. But I also feel they should only do it once everyone's had a vaccine. Because mm. I don't think it's fair. If they did it now, let's say, if you're young, you still haven't had probably the vaccine offered to you. Mm. And as a result, that's not fair because then it's the older people, people with health conditions, etc., are out and you're trapped indoors. Mm. Um, or you have more limits on you. But I think once everyone's had it, I think then it's fair to do it mm. that's my two cents yeah but let's just wait and see like don't always listen to the news because sometimes news is fake news until boris johnson gets on that blue box or whatever he does <laughs> and actually says this is the vibe i don't believe stuff that the news say uh, exactly and unless the gov gov.uk website there's always if you always want updates on the coronavirus if you go on the gov.uk website there's a whole section on coronavirus and it will give you the most up-to-date things on there in terms of like the current state of the pandemic what type of lockdown we're in how schools and um universities and, pla- and places need to execute themselves so that's what i always do when people make announcements always go in there and double check what they're saying is correct because i don't want to be caught slipping in the streets listen have you tried reading that it is very long you'd 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 probably have a birthday by the time you finish reading that yeah for real there's a lot of shit on there but no it's Mm. good if you want to read it especially for like businesses and stuff but yeah (laughs) i won't plan on reading the whole thing for myself Mm. um Mm. but no let's see what happens and the weather's getting nicer so that's always good and maybe it should help people feel better. The weather should be getting nice, but I defrosted my car this morning and it's April. Oh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, because why am I defrosting my car in April, please? <laughs> but it's okay. Global it's warming, climate change. I'm telling you, it's real. Mm, it's real, it's real. So now let's see what happens. But let us know your thoughts on the week and what happened over the course of the week always interested to hear and tell the people where they can hear more about the vodka and water podcast yes you can follow us on instagram at vodka and water pod you can follow us on twitter at v-a-w pod you can send us an email at vodka and water pod at gmail.com um listen to episode 34 like jay has mentioned in the previous no, earlier, sorry, where we talk about gaslighting, irresponsible owners and policing. We do, yeah. And unfortunately, just on the topic of the the dogs, the dogs were destroyed. Oh, were down. they? Yeah, and the lady was um, a black lady who died. That, that all came out afterwards. I think, oh, was it when we recorded? So yeah, it was a sad scenario, and the yeah. owner voluntarily gave himself up. So at least he knew he did wrong and ain't on the run. So that's a little bit of good news. But no, that was terrible. But do give it a listen. Mm. Do give it a lesson. I'm just reading a the lesson. News. Um, yeah, a listen. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> and um. Once again, me and Joe said this in the last episode, but we'll say it again. Please try and protect your mental health. Like obviously, the past couple of weeks have been a lot of hard-hitting, big, heavy, meaty stories that even if you don't care or it doesn't really affect you, 
it still subconsciously comes up and even if you try to avoid it in for example news you'd go on instagram people are sharing things on their stories and whatnot so just try and protect your mental health and just focus on enjoying what you can from april 12th if you're allowed to enjoy and just keep praying for people and their families that we come out of lockdown stronger than we were before amen amen consume more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff mm-hmm. help you mm-hmm. out get a healthy balance so on that note we are logging out you gotta log in to log out and remember to season your food bye everybody